everybody. Welcome back to the Leo Effect. It is so good to see you. I hope that song got you all pumped up like it did me. That's that's always a great song to hear. That's uh, made by Rocky Kramer. He's on YouTube. You definitely want to get over and check him out. Uh, tonight, I have a super awesome guest. If you can see the little ticker down here below, it's an amazing, amazing rising star. I can't wait to talk to her and see all the cool stuff she's got going on and things that are coming up. And I think you're going to love her too. Um, I'm friends with uh, somebody in common with her, and he's a cool guy too. You can look for his interview coming up just in a little bit. But this is all about Chrissy Odinson tonight. So I hope you all are ready for this because... You're about to meet an amazing lady. So without further ado, I'm going to bring her up from backstage. Here is Chrissy Odinson. Hello, Chrissy. How are you? Hi, I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, you know, New York winters, just hanging out, trying not to freeze to death. Oh, I bet. We've been experiencing a little bit of that here in New Mexico. It's quite a drastic change from Austin, what we're used to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it doesn't get cold in New Mexico. Who are you trying to kid? Well, up here in Taos, it does. We actually have snow on the ground here. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, though. I mean, you guys started off over in Texas, and then you moved over to New Mexico. As Was there any kind of, like, overlying reason for that that, you know, you want to talk about? Or was this just, eh, you know what, let's change scenery? I mean, I guess there's... A little bit of both. Um, we majorly moved here to kind of follow the industry. Um, a lot of like Netflix, NBC Universal have been, you know, pumping a lot of um, finances into studios and stuff like that up here. So we thought we'd give a, a change of scenery. One, um, mm -hmm. we'll get rid of some of this heat in Austin. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, definitely see if we can make some waves over here in New Mexico. There's been a lot of good. Uh, westerns and marvel studios and stuff like that have been coming out here so that's awesome that, that's cool i mean it's good for you guys like follow the industry and with everything you've got going on that's probably a really smart idea so <laughs> <laughs> but you know with all our small talk and pleasantries aside kind of speaking on the industry itself um, kind of leads me into my first question for you which is what made you decide to get into acting? Well, I mean, I guess you can kind of say back when I was uh, eight or nine, um, we had this school play and I was kind of an ambitious little girl. And uh, the play was the Christmas Carol. And uh, then I wasn't like too familiar with it, but I just like looked at the script and I was like, I want the most lines. And of course, the one with the most lines is Scrooge. And I was just like, <laughs> I didn't even care. It was a male role. I was like, I want it. Let's do it. <laughs> Ended up doing, getting the role. And yeah, for a bunch of like fourth and third graders, I played Scrooge. I would say that was probably <laughs> my first introduction to acting. Um, you know, I'm, I don't have like too many like film roles. Um, this is actually, um, I think, Tony has uh, talked to you a little bit about Myth Among Legends. Um, that's where it's going to be my first acting debut as far as the film's concerned. Right, right. And actually that 
is a perfect little segue to the next question, which is what are your big projects coming up? So is there anything that you can kind of tell us about the role you're going to be playing a little bit more about the movie itself? Um, it's a short, uh, you know, kind of fantasy based on a Viking story. Um, my role is going to be an Oracle. I won't go too much into the details, but you know, kind of like a witchy seer type role. Cool. And we'll, we should be shooting that hopefully in mid February. Okay. All right. And that's uh, happening there in New Mexico, or is this going to be somewhere else? I mean, in my mind, I'm imagining New Mexico is like this high plains kind of desert area. And, uh, you know, when you think of a Viking, you think of snow and mountains. and Right. Right. No, I understand. Um, that's kind of the magic about New Mexico. It's got like a vast difference um, as far as like you've got northern New Mexico, which is very mountainous. There's a lot of uh, pine, Douglas fir, you know, it, it's um, got like three or four major um, national forests up here. And that's where we are currently. And then kind of getting towards mid and south New Mexico, it like gradually changes into more of a desert type scenery. So yeah, I can see, like New Mexico is very famous for the wild west scene where you see the desert and stuff like that. Not a lot of the northern parts, which look a little bit more like Colorado. Cool. And are you kind of like uh, brushed up on your Viking language? Or? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, we... I've always been fascinated with the Viking culture. Um, I myself kind of practice my religion with the Norse um, gods. So I've been studying it for quite a bit, um, at least 10, 12 years. Um, as far as the dialect, I have been trying to practice a little bit here and there. <laughs> We've been um, watching a lot of uh, Viking movies, Viking t uh, TV shows, the show Vikings, you know, um, I've, I've found that their dialects were pretty spot on um, as far as kind of like practicing um, YouTube videos, of course, stuff like that. But yeah, well, that's, that's really amazing. You know, you're really getting into the, the part. So yeah. that, that's, that's kind of cool to me. Uh, like I, I'm pretty fascinated with that region of the world and their belief systems and culture. And, you know, mm -hmm. it's so in depth and, so uh colorful <laughs> absolutely it's definitely colorful um i guess i'd be kind of putting it lightly if you read some <laughs> yeah, stories. <laughs> cool and so being that it is a viking film that's it's kind of getting a lot of hype right now with i mean the show vikings mm -hmm. in general um i think netflix possibly had one that was called barbarians and that was kind of the romans versus the germanic tribes not exactly viking but along the same lines they make uh mention of woden um which was the germanic version of odin as we right. know um but anyway so do you think this is going to be on par with that being that it is short film or do you think this is going to be above and beyond because it's kind of a taste of what could be. I mean, I, I have to, you know, say above and beyond. I mean, I, I got to have that confidence, you know, but um, definitely it's a taste, you know, that it's, it's going to make you want more. Yeah. You know, I, I was 
uh, with Tony while he was writing the film. I was kind of, you know, helping him along, like actually type it out as he's reciting it to me. Um, and I, I don't know, it's great. I, I think um, the way it ends, it's, it's gonna pull everyone in and they're gonna wonder, whoa, wait, how are you going to do me like that? I got to know more. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Perfect. And you had said before that this is kind of your breakout. This is your, you know, getting into the acting kind of community. And so being that this is your first, I'm assuming that you probably have some specific genre that you like, or is this just kind of a, your niche you want to do fantasy kind of stuff uh as far as acting probably i would stick along the fantasy medieval you know maybe historical um i even as a little little girl i mean my dad you know connected a lot with things like lord of the rings and uh king arthur and you know any anything viking too you know we we just loved watching i guess men fight each other with swords, but, <laughs> um, you know, it, it's definitely near and dear to my heart. Um, my dad was a big, big role in, in kind of like developing my imagination because of that. You know, we, we also played a lot of RPGs together and it was like how we connected and stuff like that. So I would say, yeah, this is probably where I would stick as far as acting, but you know, I, I, I'm more behind the scenes than a lot of things. Um, I myself am a writer. I'm currently working on my own script and that's more of like modern kind of drama, a little bit of romance kind of in there, but um, it, it's about my own experience with endometriosis. So uh -huh. I don't know if you're familiar with that, um, but it, it's a disease that affects mostly women. Um, and usually it's like one in 10, sometimes more women actually have it, but there's not a lot of awareness on it. There's not a lot of um, treatment that it is that works. You know, some things work for some people, but there's nothing that works for everyone. And I'm trying myself to do something, you know, to give hope, you know, to women that have it. Um, spread awareness, obviously, um, you know, cause there's still a lot of women that go undiagnosed. Um, and, you know, maybe there, someone will see this film and be like, wait, I'm experiencing these symptoms and find the right person and get themselves a diagnosis. Yeah, that'd be great. That that's powerful. And yeah. definitely, definitely needed. Uh, you know, I feel like, within the, the realm of medicine, a lot of people have no idea that they're yeah. going through something until somebody points it out to them. Right. Right. I mean, the average woman, it takes them about seven years to get a diagnosis of endometriosis. It took me five years and I'm one of the lucky ones. That's a long time to live with that kind of pain. I mean, yeah. and you would think that how far we've come in medical and science, you would think they'd have better ways of detecting these things, but yeah, <laughs> but here we, 
I myself have a phobia of needles. You would think after all these centuries, they would have figured out a better way to get blood out of us. But, yeah. you know, whatever. Here we are. I just take naps every time they have a needle around me. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, moving back towards like kind of a, a, a lighter note, yeah. um, do you prefer being an actor? I mean, I know you're still breaking into this, but do you prefer that to writing or do you like them both kind of equally or writing more? It's, it's kind of a tough question to answer because, you know, I, I haven't acted in, you know, quite a while. So this is kind of me like, like jumping into the water, like leap of faith kind of thing saying, can I, can I still do this? You know, do I still want to do this? Um, so I, I can't say I have a preference yet because okay. I, haven't, I haven't gone and done the acting yet. But, you know, see me after February. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure we'll be in touch. That's that's cool. That's cool. We can we can definitely reattack this after the movie. The You know, I don't know. Do you call it? Do you call it a movie? Do you just call it a short film? A short? I'm not sure the correct verbiage <laughs> uh, technically i think it's either short or short film but okay i mean still that it's gonna be i feel like that's gonna be the start of big things for you so that it's gonna yeah. be cool super excited uh, well along the same vein my next question for you is like who are your favorite movie stars who would you like to work beside in the future oh gary oldman I mean, oh, okay. just amazing. Like, can we talk about um, how many different roles that he's played and the the um, type of character actor he is? Like, he he has such diversity in his roles. It would be an honor to be able to work next to him. Um, yeah, de definitely Carrie Holman. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Maybe he can be the doctor in your in your movie. I might pass out, but yeah, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's definitely a very, very versatile actor. That's yes. that's for sure. So that, that's cool. And you know that I think uh, it'd probably be neat to see him in a role kind of like that. So, yeah. uh, do you have like when you're writing or? you're prepping for this, this role that's coming up. Do you have like a muse that you're trying to kind of channel? Oh, um, well, as, as far as this role, I'd probably channel like the Norse gods as, you know, as I had said earlier, I, I do follow them as my religion. So um, in this particular role, I'd probably be either Frigg or Freya. I would try to channel them. Um, but I'd say music is definitely a big inspiration as far as muse. Um, I'll sit down and listen to metal one day and then the next I'll kind of just change it up and listen to, you know, something like Celtic folk music or Viking folk music, you know, but definitely um, one of my biggest would be Catatonia. This is my favorite band, hands down, and they have inspired me to write so much in my life, as far as poetry, my you know, was my my script, um, some books I've kind of started, you know. Right on. 
I've heard that there's even like Viking metal out there. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we'll, we'll see what uh, Catatonia, what kind of genre is that? Is that like easy listening or something or like? No, classical? they're not. <laughs> they're like, it's hard to put a genre on them because they've changed over the years. Uh, um, they're in a general sense metal, but they're very progressive in some albums and then they're very melodic and um they their name catatonia it they put you in a catatonic state they really do it's, it's just like cradles you and you just feel wonderful and it's i don't i love it i've been obsessed since i heard their first song idle blood so brutal yeah. <laughs> exactly. Some of their earlier stuff is very brutal. They were very doom kind of metal and they just kind of pushed on to more progress progressive style. So Right, right. That that was my sad attempt at being Nathan Explosion from Metalocalypse. So <laughs> <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. Death Clock. I saw them live. It was awesome. I started That's fantastic. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> cool. Oh, well, you know, we have kind of talked about all these cool things that you've got going on, all these little moving parts and bips and bobs. So one other kind of finalish question I have is shameless self-promotion, basically. And that's to just ask you to tell everybody who's watching and listening right now where they can follow along with you to see all these little things come to fruition. So you can just tell all your socials if you want. Okay, awesome. Um, so you can follow me on Facebook, uh, Chrissy Odinson. Um, my real name is actually Christine Farias. Um, and that's where you can find me on IMDb, um, as well as um, you can find me on Instagram at frig42. Um, and then you can just follow Gibson's Gate Productions. You know, um, I'll be active on there for quite some time. Um, you know, Tony and I like to do a lot of things together as far as film's concerned. Um, but yeah, that's basically where you can find me. <laughs> All right, cool. And of course, I'm going to provide links to everything that I possibly can in the descriptions of the videos and the podcast. So, you know, one, one click shopping, as it were. Um, awesome. This brings us to the absolute final part of the show. Okay. Now, usually I spin a wheel and let the fates or the norns decide how this is going to play out. But unfortunately, I don't have the wheel with me. So <laughs> what we're going to do is I'm going to ask you what I ask on my podcast, like just audio version, which is a would you rather question. Okay. Um, super simple, but kind of gets to know you a little bit better. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to ask the question and you just let me have it. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you had the ability to rewind your life or pause your life, which would you rather have and why? Mm, probably pause, just so I can take it all in a little bit more. You know, when, when you're experiencing life, you miss certain details until you kind of go back and reflect. So, it'd be nice to just take a moment and take everything in that you possibly can. 
that's that's a really good reason for wanting a pause on your life. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, once you've been somewhere, do you really want to go back? Well, I guess that's not true because when you go on vacation, you tend to want to go back. But yeah. as far as your life is concerned, I feel like going backwards in your life is counterproductive. Yeah, yeah, no regrets here. You there know, you go. No record. <laughs> everything I've experienced in life has, you know, shaped me to who I am today, and I wouldn't change that. That is the most perfect way to describe it. Absolutely. So cool beans. Well, look, Chrissy, I want to say thank you so very much for coming on the show today. You have been an absolute pleasure to talk to. And I really, really cannot wait for the short film to come out. I will probably be the first one to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be really cool. Everybody make sure to click on the links and get over and follow along with everything Chrissy's got going on. You're not going to want to miss this stuff because it's really, really cool. So again, thank you, Chrissy, very much. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure talking to you. Oh, that warms my heart. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you to all the listeners who tuned in and checked it out and gave us a little like on the, the screen here. Let me see if I can ding, ding. Um, <laughs> you, you guys are awesome. I wouldn't keep this show going if it wasn't for your loyal support and just all the craziness you guys put up with. So thank you all very much for coming. Thank you, Chrissy, for coming. And we will see you all next time.